अथ षट्सप्तम सर्ग तमेवं शोक सरत कईकयी सुत उवाच बदता श्रेष्ठ वसीष्ठ श्रेष्ठवागृषि अलम शोक भद्रंते राजपुत्र महायश प्राप्त कालम नरपते कुर संज्ञान मुतम वसीष्ठ से वच्वा भरतोधरणी गेतकृत्यामास धर्म उधृत्य तैल संसेशि आपीतवर्णवदनम प्रसुप्तमिव भूमिप संवेश्य शयने चाग्रिए नारत्नपरीष्कृते तथो दशरथं पुत्रो विललापसुदुखि किंते व्यवसी राजोषिते मय्यनागते विवाम धर्मज्ञं लक्ष्मणं च महाबल क्वयासी महाराज हिवेमं दुखित जनम हीनम पुरुष सिंहेन राष्टकर्मणा योगक्षेम तो ते व्यग्रम कोस्पिन्कता पुरे यी प्रयाते स्वस्तातरा चवनमाश्रिते विधवा पृथिवीराज स्वयाजते हीनचंद्रे वजनी नगरी प्रतिभाति मं विलपन भरत दीनमसम अब्रवीद्वचनम भूय वसीष्ठस्तु महामुनि प्रेत कार्याण्या कर्तव्या विशापते व्यग्रम महाबाहो क्रियता तथेति भरतो वाक्यं वसीष्ठस्याचार्यांस्तरयामासर्वशिकायाथारोप्यराजानेतनम बाष्पकमोच परिचारका हिण्यम चुवर्णं चासा विविधा चकिगे नृपतेरग्रो यु चंदना गुर निर्यासल पद्मक तथा देवदारूणि चाहृत्य क्षेपय तथा परे गुच्चावचाथूमिप त्र संवेशयामाशुश्चिता मध्येत मृत्ज तदाहुताशनम जेपुस्त तद्विज जगुश्चते यहां त्र सामिकाश्चयाथाहोषिता नगराय्यस्तृद्ध पिवृता प्रसव्यम चापितक्रुर्जोजित नृपम स्त्रियशोक सतप्ता कौसल्या प्रमुखास्तदा क्रौंचीनावनाणादस्तुश्रुवे आर्ताोशंतीना सहस्रश तथोदंत्यो विवशा विलप्य चुनः यानेरयूतीरमतेरुनृपांगणा कृत्दक भरते न साधंगना मंत्रिपुरोताश्चरम प्रवेशुपरीतनेूमौदशाहनयम तदुखे श्रीमद्राणे वाकीये अयोध्या षट्सप्तम सर्ग
Ayodhya Kanda, Canto 76 Removing his father's dead body from the vessel full of oil and cremating it with the help of articles befitting an emperor and offering libations of water to the spirit of the deceased on the bank of the Sarayu as enjoined by Vasishta, Bharata returns to Ayodhya. To Bharata, the son of Kaikeyi, who was sore-stricken with grief as aforesaid, sage Vasishta, the foremost of speakers, spoke as follows in a most polite language. Have done with grief, O highly illustrious prince. May good betide you. Perform now in an excellent way the funeral of the deceased king, which is now overdue. Hearing the admonition of Vasishta, Bharata, who knew what is right, fell prostrate and ordered all obsequies concerning his father to be taken in hand. Taking the dead body of the king out of the vessel in which it lay immersed in oil and placing Dasharatha, who was first laid on the ground and, though pale-faced, looked as though he were fast asleep on an exquisite bier decked with various jewels, his son Bharata lamented as follows, sore distressed as he was. Having sent into exile Sri Rama as well as Lakshmana, possessed of great strength at a time when I was away from home and had not yet returned, what did you intend to do, O king, knowing as you did what is right? Where will you go, abandoning this distressed servant of yours, already bereft of Sri Rama, a veritable lion among men, who does great deeds without the least exertion, O great king? Now that you have departed for heaven, O dear father, and Sri Rama has retired to the woods, I wonder who will quietly meet the needs of the people and ensure the safety of their person and property in this capital of yours. Bereft of you and thus deprived of its lord, the earth does not look charming any more. The city too appears to me cheerless as a night bereft of the moon. To Bharata, who was lamenting as aforesaid, afflicted in mind as he was, the eminent sage Vasishta for his part spoke again in the following words. Whatever funeral rites in relation to the deceased monarch ought to be done should be coolly and unhesitatingly gone through, O mighty armed prince. Bowing to the aforesaid command of Vasishta in the words, Let it be so, Bharata urged everyone, the priests engaged for sacrificial purposes, family priests and the acharyas to make haste. The sacred fires maintained by the king that had been taken out of the fire sanctuary on the latter's death were being worshipped by the priests engaged for sacrificial purposes and superintending priests according to the scriptural ordinance. Having placed the king, whose consciousness had departed days ago, on a bier, the servants, who were feeling disconsolate, now bore him on their shoulders to the cremation ground, their throats choked with tears. Scattering flowers of silver and gold and pieces of cloth of every description on the road, people walked ahead of the king, while others fetching sandalwood, aloe, dillium, the wood of sarala, a species of pine, and cerasespudum and logs of devdar, the Himalayan cedar, made pile. Throwing other fragrant substances of various kinds into the funeral pile, the priests officiating at the obsequies laid the deceased emperor in the middle of the pyre at the cremation ground. Pouring oblations into the fire, the aforesaid priests 
engaged for the benefit of the emperor then recited sacred texts relevant to the funeral rites while those among the officiating priests who could recite the hymns of the samaveda chanted them according to the rules attended by elderly guards the king's consorts likewise went out of the city to the cremation ground in palanquins and chariots according to their rank then the priests officiating at the obsequies too as well as the ladies led by kausalya who was sore stricken with grief went clockwise round the said monarch who had performed sacrifices culminating in ashwamedha there was heard on that occasion the noise of afflicted women wailing piteously in thousands like so many female cranes having lamented again and again and crying helplessly the king's consorts got down from their chariots at the bank of the sarayu having offered water to the spirit of the deceased along with bharata and entering the city once more the king's consorts as well as the councillors and family priests spent the following 10 days of their impurity caused by the emperor's death in agony reposing on the ground their eyes filled with tears thus ends canto 76 in the ayodhya kanda of the glorious ramayana of valmiki the work of a rishi and the oldest epic